So we do that to create a spike. We can line it up. But either way. High so, tech stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we, we should really get a little clipper. Like, <laughs> yeah, action, right, one action. of those. Well, we've been talking about cracking a beer and like making there you that go. Pop. Right yeah. we all, we're there. always ahead of the game, you know? <laughs> we're always ahead of ourselves. Either way, Sons of the Hunt podcast, season two, episode three. So we're three in now, which is pretty good for the oh, beginning yeah, of yeah. February. Yeah. And we have our first guest, Logan Ackerley. Pretty yep. that right? Yep. Head brewer, Juan Paul Pack Brewing Company. So we uh, we've had a few Wall and Paul Pack beers already. Hydroelectric, one that of my was favorites. A big one, yeah, yeah. Everybody kind of that was a good one. Everybody was really responded well to that one. Yeah, delicious, delicious Thank beer. You. Yeah, hell of a job, man. Hell of a yeah. job. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, you guys are killing it. Thank um, you very much. We we have some plans to visit there soon, but uh, indeed, indeed. Yeah, I mean we got a lot of beer on right now, so yeah. And you brought us brand new one. Yeah. Yeah, so brand new. This is our Femme Brutale. It's a Brut IPA, uh, 6.7%, only 26 IBU, which is very low for an IPA. Nice. Um, but that's the whole Brut style. So. Yeah, right. What, what, that's crushable, right? Crushable. That's, that's, that's the, the word. term we yeah, yeah, All the cool yeah. kids are saying could it. Be, you know it could what be mean? dangerous. This is my go-to right now. So Yeah, All right, nice. Solid. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to go ahead and give it a sip. Yeah, I, I cheated. Cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, I cheated a little bit already. I'm already liking yeah. it. <clears throat> I like the dryness of it. Yeah, yeah, that low IBU is yeah spot on. Yeah, man. with how dry it is, that's the whole. That's why you keep the IBU low because if you if it's way up there, it's just gonna like it. It would be undrinkable. Oh no, yeah, no doubt. That makes a lot of sense. That's this delicious. Is, this is why it's fun having you here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He could explain why we like it. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, honestly, most beers we have, we're just like, oh, yeah, we love it. Yeah, it's, but you know. This is, this is really good. It is. I'm digging it a lot. Because I, I, this is only the second brute I've had. And this is, yeah, I'm really enjoying this. The, the last one, honestly, I don't remember a lot about it. I mean, I remember I had it, and I didn't, like, pour it in the sink or anything by any means. Right. But it was it was good. This is uh, this is much more memorable. It was the stone, right? Well, I'm not just saying that because you're sitting across the table from me. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I, I feel like <clears throat> the the last brood IPA I had was, it was actually the stone. I had the New Belgium before the right. stone. This seems to have more flavor. I felt like the stone... I think it was like nine point four percent. Yeah. So it was just dry and on the boozy, boozy. side. Yeah. 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 This actually has flavor. Yeah. And I appreciate you saying that mm-hmm. actually because uh, we did do one brute. I we actually did a brute triple IPA before. That was the brute strength. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was ten point two percent, which is a big beer, um, but it hid the alcohol very well. Uh, but since then, I had had. Uh, New Belgium and Sierra right. Nevada's brute IPAs, and I thought they were kind of lacking a little flavor. Yeah, they were kind. They were a little lackluster. Honestly, the stone was pretty disappointing. Yeah, I, I didn't have. I think the that's the one I had. But yeah, yeah, it was I, a stone. I don't think we had it on the podcast. No, no, we didn't. We, we had might have separately. had it before one night. Maybe, yeah. maybe it kind of kind of caught up in the mix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those things happen. Yeah, but yeah, that's fantastic, man. That's so good. A lot. Now this is going to be released sooner. Yeah. So we just released it at the brewery. Uh, so right now it's only on tap at the brewery. Uh, in two weeks we will be canning it. Um, 
it was supposed to be canned a couple weeks ago, um, but with the shutdown, the yeah. government shutdown, they kind of screwed us up. So. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. I mean, you know, I, I've seen a couple of uh, little flashes on social media about how, you know, because Mark and I both follow a page called Craft Beer Lovers, yeah, and okay, it's yeah. real popular, and there's a lot of people, and, and there was a lot of kind of blurbs on there about how the government shutdown was going to impact craft breweries. And, and you know, you, you look at it like, really? Seriously, that's what you're worried about? But mm -hmm. you know, it, it, you, until you kind of started talking about that earlier, you don't realize the, the impact it actually really had. Uh, it, re it really does. I mean, there were there were some, we actually had some uh, news outlets contact us about it and like, oh, are you, like, are you considering layoffs? And like, it wasn't that bad. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it really did. Like, uh, my tanks are, I'm, I have full tanks right now because these beers, I had three beers that were supposed to be canned three weeks ago right and now i can't uh can them until two weeks from now like we can't get new beers approved so i i've released i think three beers in that window of when it was shut down right and we can't even sell kegs because we can't get that approved like, wow wow so it can only be in our tap room it can't go to any of our distribution or anything like can that. can you still so. sell it through the tap room like yeah. sell it through the brewery so thank because of Pennsylvania, yeah, they they actually I don't know what they act what the actual terms are, but they say that you know you can sell a new beer in your own tap room, okay, uh, without federal approval. And, um, I see. So it has to be approved. Who has to approve those labels? So it's the TTB, um, which is the Tobacco and Trade Bureau or something okay. like that. Uh, tobacco, alcohol, and uh, trade bureau, uh, and then also Pennsylvania, the LCB Liquor Control Board mm -hmm. has to approve them. So how about that? So it's a little bit of a couple of hoops you got to jump through to yeah. get these out there. Yeah, which people don't realize. I mean, right? It's just a it's just a beer. Like why yeah, why sure. do you need federal approval? But it is. I mean, it's huge for us. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I never would have thought. Because like I said, you know, you see these these blurbs and you're like, okay, really? And then, yeah. you, start, and then you find out, you know, like, from someone that, that you know, this is a really a big deal for us. Yeah, yeah. So, something somebody that's truly affecting. That's it. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a great point, man. Not a lot of people get that, that, you know, what kind of hoops you got to jump to to yeah. get this stuff done. And, right. you know, you throw up a hurdle and yeah, yeah. slow down. Did that change any of the flavors of the beers that you had just Yeah, actually, uh, so I have a chocolate cherry milk stout that I was going to do on nitro. Mm -hmm. um, we were going to can that. It was going to be only in cans, like no draft. It was just going to be in cans. Uh, but because that has, you know, it had cocoa nibs from a local, uh, actually, I don't know what you would call them, a chocolatier or right, like right, a, right. they make chocolate bars. Yeah, it was just locally nibs. sourced. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we used them. The Mocha Origins is the name. Um, but so it was the beer was sitting on those cocoa nibs and it had cherry puree in it. Okay. Um, so the longer it sits in there, you're gonna get different levels of those flavors and like so the beer isn't really what I had in, it's still a good beer, mm -hmm. but it's not really what I envisioned it right. to be. And right. uh, now I can't can it uh, just because we don't have our own canning line and right. scheduling. Are you gonna take another shot at it and do it? give it another round at some point or maybe yeah i don't know uh we're still going to release it on draft because like i said it's still a very good beer yeah um but i i don't know I, the whole idea of it was 
to be ready for Valentine's Day. Right. Chocolate yeah. cherry oh, yeah, thing. That's, that's, yeah, we had nice. an awesome, like, the artwork on our label. Like, it was great. It was, like, a, you know, fancy, like, yeah. uh, it, it just looked great. Uh, and, uh, like, we're just, we're really disappointed. Threw that a we giant wrench into the works. Yeah. yeah. I, now, I, see, I, if there was two chicks in at this table, they would have been on that Valentine's <laughs> Day thing quick, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're sleeping on it a little bit. But. Yeah, I have my first question. So <clears throat> as far as the artwork goes on your cans, do you guys have – do you guys do it in-house or do you you reach out to somebody? <clears throat> do you have friends that just – Yeah, so we're <laughs> – we actually have like five different artists that we work with. Yeah. None of them are in-house. Okay. Um, but it, it all depends on what – like each of them have their own kind of style. Right. Uh, so – we like, I just sent you the artwork for the brute I, for this the beer that we're drinking right now, yeah. and he he's actually a tattoo artist in Holly. Nice. Um, uh, his name's Dan Nelson, and he does awesome work. Uh, so we're doing all of our brute IPAs now. He's gonna do the artwork yeah. for it because oh, nice. like, sweet. He, like it. How it, cool is that? His kind of two style. artists involved in the yeah. artwork. Yeah. That's that's, that's super cool. That's a big that's a big thing, you know, in the culture of Pennsylvania. Also, is the tattoo culture. Absolutely, oh, and huge. he does he does a lot of American traditional kind of artwork. So it just it fit really well, and so we go with him for that. But then our Lake Hayes series, which is our yeah ever changing yeah hop mm-hmm. double IPA, um, we have another artist just for that. Actually, he did the hydroelectric. I love that well. can. That, that's my. That's my. Uh, I call it the, the Nickelodeon artwork. The, it it <laughs> looks yeah. like Nickelodeon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the, so that's what I'm saying. Like they all have their own style, and and then we yeah we have like two or three other artists that they all have their own style. Sure. And it all depends on what kind of beer we're that's doing. That's awesome. That's a great. So. That's a that's a great way of going about it. Like each style gets its own art, artistic value. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I dig that. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I feel like I ha- I just have like. So many questions lined right? up tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I've got I've got them all written down because I know we've talked about it before. I've always thought about brewing, and I, I I've looked at you know I, I've sat on my laptop sometimes just looking at ingredients. Like I, I forget what the website is. It's like Home Brewer or something like that, or National there's, there's National Brewer, Northern Brewer, Northern Brewer. That's it. Yeah. And I've got this this notepad open where I've written down all these ingredients. I, I'll show it to you A later. Maybe you could tell me what it would come out like because probably nothing. It would probably be terrible. Hey. Old <laughs> cat piss, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Most likely. I, re- I remember at the time when I started looking at all the ingredients, I was, like, all about Hop Slam. So it, I was probably trying to mimic, like, Hop Slam, like, looking at the same malts and, and whatever. But yeah. I think that the biggest question that we always have that I, I've kind of talked about it before, but I, I'm sure I didn't describe it correctly, is the difference between a double IPA and an IPA. I, and I always was under the impression that it all depends on like the boil. Like if you have like a, is it like a 60 minute boil? And then it's like when you add the hops and then dry hopping it after. Is that even close? So typically yes uh you do for a double ipa you would have a longer boil it, like it so the average boil in in any beer that you make is 60 minutes uh and depending on when you add the hops throughout the process is you're going to get different things whether it's bitterness or flavor or aroma 
Uh, double IPA actually really is just more hops. Right. That that's like the more traditional version of of what a double IPA okay. is. It, it's more hops than a normal IPA. Um, that also comes with more alcohol. Um, the old school ones would just be, they would be malty too. Yeah. Like it, it would be malty, but then hoppy. Like yeah, because that's that's kind of like hop hop slam. I think is definitely more malty yeah. than any of these new double IPAs. Exactly, and that's you know Bell's has been around for yeah <laughs> however long. Like yep. those breweries, Sierra Nevada is another one. Like they're they're IPAs and double IPAs. Like they tend to be more malty than you know this new New England kind of style right, right. um those really dial the malt back and just accentuate the hops so we're in this kind of a gray area yeah a little bit um with today's beer it's, it's the juice area <laughs> what, what what is so now that leads me to my next question juice everything is juicy but is there a line between when juice comes from a fruit and when juice comes from a hop yeah, that's and that that's one that's an area that I I differ from a lot of brewers and just beer drinkers on like I I don't like fruit in beer mm-hmm. personally. Um I almost any fruit flavor you can think of, you can do a combination of hops to get the same thing. Yeah, that's wild. It, 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 it really is crazy. And, <laughs> to get the guava flavor. <laughs> I don't know if you if you heard that conversation that we had about guava. Well, that was uh, no. it was tears of green, right? Yeah, yeah. So we were sitting there trying to describe it, and it just tasted like guava to me. Yeah, I never had a guava. Right, but I knew. I knew. But you're like that's guava. That's guava. Do they actually use guava in it? I don't know. Who knows? But no, it was the first, like, oh, this the first the thing we lo- you looked it up on. Uh, was it the the website you looked it up on? And then the first thing it said it was like it's got guava taste. And yeah. So he hit it right really? on the head. So I'm, I've been teasing him about it for <laughs> this. I think the sep- second guava, episode in a row. This guava tastes about like, the guava. Yeah. <laughs> these guavas taste like guavas. <laughs> but I mean, like, I feel like everything just got blurred when citra hops just became like the oh, the the yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Like yep. that. That's it. Like everything has to be. Double dry hopped with Citra. Yeah. Yeah. Citra, honestly, it's still, I mean, it's been around for five, six years, um, but it's it's still king. Like, yeah. everybody wants Citra. Like, I can't find it on, we actually buy it. Well, maybe I shouldn't talk about that. Ooh. Um, <laughs> See, I told you. I told you. You, you, can't, you can only get it from, like, one place. or Like, there, there's this big it's, secret yeah, thing over Citra. Uh, yeah, part of the industry. And there's, there's another thing. Like, the original citrus strain like can't be obtained like only one person has it yep yeah yeah that's true you cannot it is it's like it's it's a created confirmed strain uh and it's trademarked like they will not allow anybody on the east coast to grow it like it it was created in the west coast even though it's known as a as an east coast hop like it's that juicy kind of thing but yeah it was created on the west coast and nobody i want to see (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're telling me I can't grow. No, I want to grow. I want to. I want to go get it. Well, there's hey, several illegal things you could probably grow behind your house, and I, I'm thinking that citrus <laughs> hops is the least of your worries. Citrus hops is where it's at. <laughs> I'm heading out to California uh, towards the end of May. So okay. 
and you know breweries are are on the list and if any of them have hops going around i'm <laughs> I'm gonna have a little pair of snippers in my yeah. pocket. <laughs> Pick some up. Yeah, a couple of rhizomes, or mm-hmm. is that what they're called? Yeah, rhizomes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what you would need to actually bring it back and and grow it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, citra. It really is. It's it's still king. It, it's just a, it it is a great hop. Like yeah. they, they created a great hop. It's great for like you can bitter with it too. It's it's known for its juicy, you know. And the the, the one thing that. I read about it when I started <clears throat> researching about homebrewing. They're like, you can't use citra hops from the beginning. It has to be put in towards the end. But now it seems like all these double dry hop, they're, they're just all citra. Yeah. So yeah, is that is that fake news now? or? Yeah, basically. Okay. Like, and, and that's – there is a lot of science involved in brewing, but it's not a perfect science. Right. Like so, so people are experimenting with these different things. And hey, oh wait, you can add citra yeah, or, or like, galaxy. Like nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, like, it, <laughs> yeah. nothing's gonna blow up. No yeah. one's gonna die. It's not gonna destroy your brew house or something. Like it, it's fine, and it it's actually very pleasant. It creates right. a, a gentle bitterness, whereas the hops we traditional traditionally bitter with are like that really pungent kind of bitterness. So it, it it's kind of cool to see what people are doing now. But yeah. That's that's awesome. I feel like that that little conversation we just had just cleared up so much. For it me, did. So. It did. It, it confirmed <laughs> a lot. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. It's it's got to be kind of tricky to to straddle the line between a a, a brewmaster and uh, a consumer. Like you know, this is kind of your your go to right now. You said you're kind of like really yeah, digging this, on this, which I am as for well. For our beer, again, yeah, well that's done. That's what I'm going to. Thank you. What, what's in what's what's your like? If you open your refrigerator right now, what are you grabbing? So right now, I actually, I'm from New York originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, the last couple weekends in January, I was up in, uh, like, I was back in New York. Yeah. Um, I have some beers from Catskill Brewing Company, uh, which is two towns over from my hometown. Nice. They make some fantastic beer. Uh, and then I have some Common Roots. Uh, up They're up in near... It's Glens Falls, but it's up towards Albany. Okay. Um, they do a lot of, you know, juicy IPAs, just like a lot of other places do. But they also do fantastic sours. Okay. And some lagers, which, like, you're hitting all the marks for me. Yeah. So. Lagers a big thing in this area. You know, terrible. Like, yeah. like, you know, you know the deal with the yingling. I mean, you can't yeah. step foot in Pennsylvania without yeah, right. hearing about the you, whole yingling lager thing. You don't yeah. order a yingling lager. You order exactly. a lager. Yeah. And you get a yingling. That's you know something I, mean? I learned when I yeah. moved to Pennsylvania. <laughs> that they, like, that's how long. they know that you're not from there. If you order a yingling, they, they're like, all right, you're not from around. Right, 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 right. Everybody orders, orders it as lager. Give me a lager, yeah. Give me a yin-yang. A yin-yang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The crazy thing was a couple of years ago I was in Florida, and they actually had yingling lager in Florida, and I was blown away because, you know, it was a local yeah, thing Yeah, what did it here. cost there? Yeah. Uh, well, so no, they, yeah, they have the brewery. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, it has a brewery down right. there. Yeah, it wasn't I too think, bad. Where was it? Somebody told me they were out. Uh, might have been Colorado. They were out in Colorado, and I don't know. It was some ridiculous price. Like yeah. I wouldn't be surprised when you got to import yeah. on the back of donkeys, you know, across the yeah. Rocky Mountains. Yeah, I can <laughs> right. imagine it gets yeah. a little expensive, but it was some. It was one of my buddies that was that was from here who was out there, and they said that Yingling was just like ridiculously priced. Yeah, I, I'd buy that. For, well, no pun intended. Um, yeah, I believe that for yeah. sure. For sure, I wouldn't buy it. 
No. <laughs> so it, I like good. it. I like yeah. it. It's like a backyard barbecue. I mean, if you're going to drink like nine or ten, yeah, you might be able to get away with the English. Which is but, wild know. because like, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. Who could imagine drinking that many Yinglings? <laughs> Yingling was like this guy. the punch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not saying I didn't do it, but <laughs> Yingling was like the heavy hitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not yeah, true. It's not like uh, Bud Light or Miller Light. Yeah, yeah, one of those, yeah. one of those yeah. kind of things. Yeah, yeah. That's actually that. My dad was a Yingling drinker. That's probably probably the first yeah. beer I ever tried was. It was either that or Honey Brown from a, a Honey Brown. Yeah, yeah. I've had oh, Honey I remember Brown. Honey yeah. Browns. Yeah. My my first was a, a Pabst. Pabst. Yeah. yeah. And it and it wasn't just because like day. it was like <laughs> the the hip trend thing. It was like the, this one old dude in our hunting camp always showed up with a cooler full of paps, and I snuck away in the woods and yep. and drank <laughs> one. But you know, not a bad one to start with. No, it's not bad. It could be worse. But yeah. you know what? That actually brings up another thing that I've written down. I read an article the other day about the the low abv revolution yeah that was yeah. one of my questions as well to see what your thoughts were on that because paps is one of the beers that they 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 noted because paps is only like 3.2 percent or something like that so as as a brewer are you looking forward to this so-called low abv revolution me personally yes really uh, yes absolutely uh i love so I actually brought you guys some cans of our black lager, our mm-hmm. no- nocturnal black lager. Uh, it's 3.9%, so it's very low. That, that's lower than Yingling. That's yeah. lower than even Bud Light. Uh, but it has so much flavor to it. Yeah, It's got a killer name. That's a it, kick-ass it, name. It, it's nocturnal a cool name, too, if you, if <laughs> you look at it. Black nocturnal lager. Yeah. Uh, but I just I enjoy drinking beer. Like yeah. I, I just really enjoy drinking beer, and, yeah. and I don't drink it to get messed up. And like I, I just enjoy the flavor of craft beer. Uh, there's so much there, and to be able to do a low ABV beer and still have it be so flavorful, I, I think that's that's huge. I mean, yeah, especially in in today's world, like. You, you can't drink a bunch and go drive home. Like if no you go way. out somewhere, right, right, yeah. you, you can't drink and then drive home. Like so, right. if if I can have a couple beers at a bar somewhere that are low ABV but still ton of flavor, right? I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, I, I agree. We just had kind of that, had a little yeah. bit of a a, a, converse, a side conversation really on on Facebook. There was a comment in one of the craft beer groups, and uh, someone was talking about the this this exact thing, the low ABVs and stuff like that, and. Yeah, I mean, it was like, do you? What was the what was it? The question was like, do you drink it to get drunk, or do you drink it for the flavor? Yeah, and then we we actually had a pretty good conversation yeah, about good that because, there. I mean, for me, I'll, I'll usually, I mean, I go out, I'll travel any kind of distance to get a good can. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, from here to travel down to Sabatini's to get something like, like rare, I'll mm-hmm. do that, and then I'll bring it back here, and then I'll drink like two of them. You drink two like. 8.8s or 9% and you're done. Yeah. You, you know you're pretty cooked. It's an early night. But that that you do make a good point with if you're if you're going to go out like and get something on draft. Yeah. Like a mm-hmm. good craft beer that's like 3.9 and then you can have a couple of them. Right. Yeah. And that's I mean it, it's tough, you know, some people won't pay the extra price cuz craft beer is expensive compared to, you know, the macro stuff. Right. Uh because we make it on such small scale. Uh so some people won't pay for that. And I, I get that too, but actually it, it's funny that you actually brought up that question because 
we just got our pilot system up and running. So like now we're going to be able to do some small batch stuff. Oh, cool. And something I want to play with is actually non-alcoholic craft beer. I yeah. just read an article on that. That's that's yeah, so weird. About that. Yeah, we were just reading we about talked Did you about it. Yeah, I think we read the same we article. Were we were talking about, about it, yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Right before you got here, we were talking about really? like About how the non-alcoholic is starting to become more of a trend in, in the craft beer world because, you know, it's like you got old duels and you've got, that's like the big one. And that's you've it. got a right. couple, I think there's like a Coors NA or something like that. Yeah. And, and, and that's it, but they're, they're piss water, right. for exactly. lack of a better term. It, it, you, why would you drink? You wouldn't drink them voluntarily, but right. a lot of people have conditions or, right. or they, like they can't yeah. have the alcohol yeah. the, or you're the designated or, driver but you like beer right you know exactly. I mean? yeah so that's something i don't think it'll ever be like our top seller or, or right. anything by any means but I, I it's something i want to play with like what well do, if the article is right and what they see the trends going it might be a, a pretty it, big it, deal for you it could be so is lagunitas beating uh all these breweries to the like i don't want to say the punch but this hop water Yes. That's the thing. Have you had that? I have. Have you made it? I have not. Uh, but once I saw that, yeah. Uh, once I saw it, I'm like, that. I mean, that's genius. That's honestly. disruptive. Yeah. 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 It is. Like, and and they did it in a really approachable way. I mean, people are doing you know, the alcoholic seltzers and mm-hmm. yeah. and stuff like that. But this has like that hop flavor. It's a little sweeter than beer and stuff, but. I mean, with milkshake IPAs and, and yep. lactose IPAs and stuff like that, it, it's not unreasonable for people to, you know, go have a, a hoppy seltzer water. Right, but, right. Yeah. You're kind of nipping on the heels of a yeah. trend there. Yeah. I, I think they're beating a lot of yeah. – I, I think we're going to see a lot more of that. They're, they're pretty innovative. I, I mean, I still enjoy Lagunitas. I mean, so many people hate on them now, yeah. call them sellouts and what whatnot. But, I mean, Lagunitas was kind of the – the first one that, you know, I mean, the first craft beer I ever had was Flower Power from Ithaca. But then after that, it kind of felt like Lagunitas just kind of took over. And I, I loved everything they came out with. And I was just, I'm a Lagunitas guy. Yeah. And now it kind of feels like they're they're pushing the envelope. And maybe they kind of have to. Yeah. You know? No, and I think they are. And I, I agree. I'm a Lagunitas guy. Like, yeah. The first IPA that I actually enjoyed was their was Lagunitas Maximus, yeah, which is a very hop forward IPA. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it took a lot of other IPAs that I didn't really care for, but once I had that, I was like, wow, this is like this is a, a, a kind of a game changer. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean they sold out, but their their quality hasn't changed, yeah. and and that's the big thing for me. Yeah, these breweries sell to bigger either bigger breweries or conglomerates or or whatever as long as their quality stays the same and they're still in like i see it they're still employing a lot of people yeah. they're they're still contributing to the economy like, yeah like there's more Absolutely. to it than just yeah you, know, you can't just call them you know sellouts right right and the the first one that comes to mind but it doesn't really matter because if I go out and that's the only craft beer that's there, this is the one I'm going to buy, and it's, it's Goose Island. You know, they, they're they're huge. They they sold out, blah blah blah. But if I go out and it's Bud Light, Budweiser, Miller Light, Goose Island, I'm going to buy Goose Island. You know? Yep. And uh, absolutely. It's not it's not a, it's not a bad beer by any means. You know, I mean it's it's actually pretty impressive that they can do that recipe on that scale. Right. I think. I mean. 
You've had Goose Island before, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I try all, all kinds of stuff now. Like it's like it's like a kid in a candy candy store when I go to the beer store, yeah. like the, my local brewski joint. I'm like, okay, what's got the best looking, coolest looking can, color, name, <laughs> yep. you know? And that's kind of you know, it's it's fun to to try stuff out. I mean, they're not all winners by any means, but a lot of them are like, damn, this is good. Like, how did I not know? You know how did I yep. not grab this before? You know, that, that the uh, the black is it the black nocturnal. Nocturnal yeah. Black Lager, yeah. My question is, how do you come up with these awesome names? Like the names of huh. of yeah, they're like always so cool. Yeah, there's some badass. What was it? Unicorns stepping on something. Oh, that was the Saucony Creek all one. There's crazy ass names for on snowshoes. Yeah, I actually have one up there now. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the next one in that series. Uh, unicorn shredding half pipe. Yeah, like <laughs> Hey Man, nice pants. Like I see all these crazy Breaker, names. Yeah. Do you guys have like a process for that, or do you just like sit around and drink it and go, "This is what it tastes like," or this is you know? Pretty much, that's what happens. We yeah. just sit around and and tr- I'm horrible at it. I'm I I'm terrible at coming up with names. Like I I'm a brewer, but I'm not actually very creative. Like I I don't. It, it creative tastes, in your own way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it's it's like a chef it's, would be creative. Yeah, yeah. Um. The, I mean, literally, some of them are just like the stupidest things mm-hmm. you you think. Of, like eh, people might get a kick out of that. Like I, I literally couldn't. We couldn't think of a name for our last pale ale, and like we're about to release it. It needs a name. Uh, so I was just I was googling like beer stuff and like just in gen anything about beer, and it came up like a link came up with a bunch of beer puns. And nice. I just, I ended up calling it punny name pale ale. And nice. the whole description on our menu is just stupid beer puns. That's perfect. <laughs> that, people, that's people perfect. Like, well, that works. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's, that's it. You know, it's like Who, if you can't think the, of a name, just that? have three more beers and you'll come up with one. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. What's that brewing company that has all those ridiculous names and they're all like movie quotes? Oh, uh, Evil Genius? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We they, had that on the podcast, haven't we? Didn't we have an evil genius? We gotta start writing these down. I don't know. Yeah, I think that this is getting out of hand. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're we're way up in the double di- digits of, and some some podcasts we have two beers and sometimes three, three. maybe <laughs> allegedly. We we might not tell you about allegedly. it, but yeah. <laughs> allegedly. But uh, yeah, I mean that that's pretty interesting coming up with the names of them yeah like some of them blow me away i see some of the names of these beers i'm like that is like how the hell do you come up with that how'd you come up with uh hydroelectric hydroelectric actually uh lake wall and paw pack was built as a for that purpose a hydroelectric dam that's awesome Uh, yeah yeah. so like we we try to keep most of our names like local yeah related to the local that's smart you know what would be a good one I, I don't know if this is true. Careful. I don't know if this is true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to even say it. But, I mean, no. They're, they're, I'm the joking, only I'm people joking. that can make this, this beer would be you guys. Well, I'm not saying make this beer, but, like, yeah. apparently there was, like, a small town out, like, a, like a little, oh, like, yeah, community yeah. out. under the water. Yeah, that's underwater. And they say that there's times when they drop the lake that this, like, church steeple sticks yeah. out of the water. You could do something with that. Come on. That is true. You know, I, I could, I, I could definitely see that. That, that would be perfect for, yeah. well, for church a can label stout. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. have a few. They well, can't order it anymore because they can't say it. <laughs> underwater yeah. church, 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 church steeple, yeah. chout, slurring, underwater yeah. church IPA. 
underwater church. Oh, I like man. That. Yeah. Right, yeah. Write it down, somebody write down. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. You might Just saying. see that on the can in the future. That's sweet. I like that name. We, we, awesome. we have a, an in-house graphic designer that could hook you up, too. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I draw great circles. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're at 33 minutes. Yeah. See, we're in. So yeah. ha- first half, I would say we're good. Yeah, I'd say so. Right. We're We're going to open up another one. Yeah, absolutely. Take a little break. Dude, this is killer. Yeah. Digging it, digging Dang it, digging it. it. Yeah, I definitely pounded two glasses of it already. <laughs> so <laughs> it's very easy to drink, I'll give you that. That's going to be uh Yeah, that's why, like, after a long day at work, that's what I go for now. Yeah. Like, I can awesome. see that because it's clean. It's yeah. it's like a refreshing, like, this is the one you want real cold. Right. It immediately yeah. reminds me of my, my dad. Like, I, I told you before, like, just how clear it is. Yeah. He Would loves you? that kind of thing. So I'm definitely going to get this for him because i like that because honestly like it's the hazy thing is big now and 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 there's nothing wrong with that it's just you can still get great flavor out of a clear clean crisp beer like yeah yeah point taken for sure you gotta go in the opposite of the trend that's how you yeah that's how you make it happen but i love it so Let's let's wrap this side up and we will come back in a couple minutes with the next thing. Stay tuned folks. Good spike. Hashtag good spike. <laughs> it's like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> we are back at it in the second half. Still have yeah. Logan with us. Yep. Glad to have you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks he didn't run away having, screaming yet, so this no. is good news. <laughs> no, not yet, not yet. You guys have beer and venison, so yeah, yeah I'm not leaving. Yeah, it's yeah. it's hard to walk away from something like that. Yeah, we're we're trying to create you know an atmosphere to make people actually want to come talk to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's a good way to do it. Yeah, a good look just there cutting it. So, <laughs> what what do we have now? So this is our Santo Mole. Uh, it's a mole stout, which if uh, if you're not familiar with mole, it, it's a traditional Mexican sauce. Actually, mm-hmm. um, they'll put it on chicken or or desserts or damn near anything. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's usually like. Chocolate, cinnamon, and some kind of peppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it smells so that's good. exactly what this is. It, it, this was barrel aged, like the beer itself was barrel aged for a year uh, in Maker's Mark barrels. It's awesome. It smells so good. It, it, does. it actually, the, the aroma of this beer is just phenomenal. I, I honestly, I love this beer. It's just not one that you're going to drink a bunch of uh, just because of the flavors in it. But I put. You know, 20 pounds, or no, this was 10 pounds of cocoa nibs, a little bit of cinnamon stick, and six, well, five pounds of ancho chili peppers. Oh, wow. And a pound of de arbol, which that's, that's where all the heat is. That's what I'm not familiar gonna, with. No. The heat is all going to come from when once you taste it. Yeah. I recommend taking a small sip all right. for, your, <laughs> for, for your first one. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it just smells so good. It I can does. Smell it, it all day. It's deceiving because... You should, put, you should make dangerous. it into uh, 
like a an air freshener put in my car. <laughs> right, that could be it. Be amazing. Yeah. Ooh, that's got some zip. Yes, it does. That's that's so good. So that's so good for a stout. See, that belongs in a stout. It does not belong in a mango lactose IPA. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Wow, that's, I don't do real well with spice, but that's 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 that, some shit right that's there. A, and neither do I. In a, in a stout, that's yeah. next level. That's why I, I, I've never had it. I've never had any kind of pepper in a stout. Like I've, we talked earlier, I had the, the sculpin, whatever the hell that is. Yeah, which is bad. And then, dude, this is sticking with me. It's good. Wow. I, so, you, you dude, get, kudos. Because again, thank you. I, I don't really do well. I don't like hot for the sake of hot. Right. I like hot with a sense of flavor. Yeah, and you want flavor. Right. Exactly. And that's what, right. dude, that's what this and has. that's why I love this beer. Um, and <laughs> so if, if you give it a little time, like you take a sip, you get that heat. Yeah. But then it goes away. It's yeah, not, no, it's, it's gone like already. It's not like you're eating spicy linger. food and yeah. it's like. Right, right, it's right. It's just on your tongue the whole time. If that, I had a piece of smoked salmon right now. That'd be perfect. I could see that. Anything see like that. smoked venison, smoked salmon, smoked Jesus, turkey. Jesus, I'd pour this on my Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. Smoked Cheerios. <laughs> smoked Cheerios. <laughs> I haven't cooked with this one We've yet. We've come up with a lot I'm, of beer I'm names tonight. To. I think smoked Cheerios. Smoked Cheerios. <laughs> smoked Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> that qualifies. Hey, yeah. You could probably do it if you May. just start pouring <laughs> yeah. those yeah. Cheerios yeah, right, in. right in yeah. there. Like yeah. that, almost that, that chocolate flavor carries through the heat, though. Mm-hmm. Like... Even though you get that little hit in the back of the throat, you still get that chocolate. Yes. Yeah. Man. Yeah, and this was... How the hell do you do that? This was like about... This is like magic. Uh, <laughs> 21 hours on the peppers. Okay. That's all it took to get all that heat in there. What do you mean? Like the boiling it for 21 hours? Or just no, like, like no, simmer? I, so like... we brewed the beer. We threw it Can't in barrels it. for a year. Wow. Then I... Pulled it out of the barrels, and when I pulled it out, I added all the, the the cocoa nibs, the peppers, and the cinnamon. Okay. In one of our tanks, and I just monitored it throughout the whole so process. How, so how does that work? So y- you put the the beer in the in this like what giant stainless steel tank? Yeah. Okay. So then you <laughs> add your cocoa nibs, your peppers. How do you get? The beer, like, do you decant it, or do you, does it? Is it from the bottom? Yeah. So is the, there like a screen? Each tank? No, there's no screen. But I, I put all the before I put the beer in there. Mm-hmm. I put the cocoa nibs mm-hmm. and the peppers and the cinnamon in basically nylon bags. Oh, okay. All so right. it keeps all that stuff in there. So you're like making like a, a tea, yeah, yeah, like a bouquet yeah, exactly. garnier. Like yeah, you're, you're making like a giant tea bag. soup. Yeah, yeah it's all right. basically like steeping something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just tea bag the hell out of it. How yeah. about that? Yeah, right. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. And then we drink it. So. And then you let it. So 21 hours, you let that bag like steep in there. Yeah. Is it hot or is it room temperature? Or is it? It was room temperature. Yeah. Okay. So so low 60s actually. Uh, we keep the brewery a little cooler for the most part. Um, but yeah, so low low sixties. Uh, yeah, twenty one hours. I try tested it throughout the whole process because I have no idea. I I've actually never used peppers in a beer before. Right. Um, I th- uh, we were talking like I I'm not big on peppers in beer for the yeah. most part. I'm not. Even, um, this is fantastic. But man. I'm so happy with how this one came out. But so this is just this is a brewery only release. We're actually on our last keg right now. 
Ooh, um, hurry up. I better Seriously. get this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People are. It, it's probably gonna be out by the time I get it, it out. It, it might be, but maybe I'll get it out on Monday. It's not a huge seller because it's you scary know, for you, people. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you either it, love it, it or you hate it. Like, right, right, right. This is not a middle ground. You got to be a little bit adventurous, I think. To, yeah, yeah, and that's it, man. I'm down. I, I'm man. really enjoying this. Thank so, you. so for a beer like this, I know you guys have a full kitchen. Do they? Does your your head chef or whoever is in charge of the kitchen do they aim to pair things with the beers? Yep, they. So every t- every weekend, pretty much, we do specials, <clears throat> and either they will literally like cook whatever special it is with it, or they'll they'll list like, hey, pair this with gotcha this right. beer or what it, whatever it is, and they, they actually came back into the brewery today and. Uh, our, our kitchen's great to begin with. Like they mm. they make some fantastic food, um, but then they th- when they get to get creative, it's it's like yeah, that's, they, that's, they really that's shine. My jam. Yeah, and uh, so they they came back and actually asked about this beer. They want to put it in a chili. Yeah, which I, hell yeah, I, I was like hell yeah, that's I think, the ticket right I think there. That would be awesome. So oh, absolutely, because you can eliminate a lot of the 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 heat variables. Yeah, by adding this, and you guys are yeah, <clears throat> chili aficionados. A little bit, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, I love, I love, I love making chili. <laughs> I remember yeah, last too. year sitting over a, a cold container of Jay's chili with just like <laughs> tor- Tostitos, <laughs> just like scooping yeah, get, it into my mouth. I get a lot yeah. of that. Yeah. But yeah, no, this would be a great addition because again, you don't you don't have to add those heat factors. You don't mm-hmm. have to. You can stay away from the habaneros. You can stay away from the jalapenos. And you could add this. I mean, I guess I, I would even be I, I wouldn't even hesitate to add this at the end. Like as a Yeah, right. I don't think I don't think alcohol, it needs to cook in there the whole time. Yeah. I mean and the, the, the cool <clears throat> thing about it is I if like sometimes when we have a beer, well if there's the if the uh, IBU isn't labeled, we'll guess at it. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm guessing it's around a sixty. Yeah, it's a you funny know? game we play. Yeah. There is no way in hell that I would be able to guess the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah, because no. <laughs> because of that heat factor, it kind of eliminates that whole thought process from, man, is it is it you know is it dry? Is yeah. It also, how brings up a good question. How do you determine IBUs? So there's actually there's a calculation when you're writing a recipe, mm-hmm. um, based on the time that you're going to boil the hops for, um, and hop every hop that you get. Has, it's called an alpha acid. So the higher the alpha acid, the easier, the more bitter you're going to get. So if I have an alpha acid of 14, that's pretty bitter. Yeah. That's I'm I'm going if so I add, like if I ratio? added yeah okay. yeah basically if if I added early in the boil it's going to be super bitter. If I add it in a dry hop though, you're just going to get those really, like citra. Right. Citra, mm-hmm. we talked about that earlier. Like, yeah, yeah. Citra is a great example because it has high alpha acid. So if you add it early, you'll get bitterness. But if you add it late, you'll just get a lot of flavor and aroma. So that explains why everything I've read is like, oh, add it, add it late, add it late, dry yeah. hop it late. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. especially for New England IPAs or you know, like that kind of style. Yeah. Dude, I'm into this one though. Yeah, me this too. For, for so not being a what's spicy the, what's the IBUs guy. of this? This is no. fifty-five. It's low. So yeah. that, that's like that's where it was calculated. Um, 
once you add the peppers and chocolate and stuff that that's going that will adjust it sure yeah. um but yeah that that's where when it was brewed it was also barrel aged so you're going to lose some of that um but when it was brewed it was 55 Okay, it puts like a smile on my face. I know, right? I'm like, I'm, I'm loving this. Listen, for all you folks out there who are beer fans, this is up your alley, no <laughs> question. I mean, we're learning. Mark and I are learning a tremendous amount. Yeah. Not only here during the podcast, like while we're talking, but you know, off camera, off microphone, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, we've had some conversations that's just been truly enlightening, and it really brings a, a new appreciation for for craft beer and and truly appreciate that man and i i think that it adds a a different dimension to like we said he brought a beer like specifically that pairs well with like red meat Mm -hmm. which is just and it it was it was awesome up our alley for sure we we have some footage of that it was uh and that beer was smoke on the water yep that's what that one's called yeah so tell us a little about about that beer so that one is a it's a doppelbach base beer which is a strong german lager uh pretty malty not hoppy at all um but we actually went to deer creek malt house down in westchester pennsylvania and uh they took their grain and smoked it over pennsylvania cherry wood so all the smoke in that beer that you taste, that's all natural. That, that's that's awesome. like we don't add li- liquid smoke or any anything like that. Like that's amazing. That's all from the smoking process. And so. that comes from like a culinary background. Like listen, I've worked for places that put liquid smoke in their ribs. Yeah, and you want to slap somebody. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> throw liquid smoke all over a piece of salmon and call yeah, it yeah, yeah. call it smoke call it salmon. salmon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no. Right. So kudos on that one for that's, sure. I'm very big on like a, as natural as possible in beer. Yeah, for, for me that like that's how I I like to do it. Like I don't I don't like to add some places add food coloring and yeah, like, I, it's not me. Yeah, so. I I don't blame you there. I mean, every Paul pack beer I've had, the color is always phenomenal. Yeah. and it's, I mean, I feel like you you can't get that any other way than just natural, like whatever right. comes out. Like, <clears throat> and I, again, I'm gonna fall back on that hydroelectric just because I love that beer. <laughs> That beer is perfect. The the yeah we've been do you remember we, the we huge the, fans of that the the title picture for that beer review that still frame oh is that with the beer in the can and yeah the, yeah I mean it's just that, that color should just be called beer yeah like they should make a crayon <laughs> called beer I want to paint my I want to paint my bedroom beer yeah <laughs> I want my beer bedroom colored. Well, you guys obviously do a fantastic job with this stuff. I mean, uh, was it Pennsylvania Farm Show earlier this year? You guys were nominated for some pretty impressive awards. Hey, yeah, actually, uh, you guys kind of really racked them up, huh? We're very cleaned up, very pleased with with uh, the farm show. I would imagine. Uh, honestly, some of the beers that we won with, I didn't expect to win with. Right, like our largemouth IPA. It, it's our flagship IPA, and it's a great beer, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but. We entered the IPA category, which is usually the most free, like the commonly entered category sure. in beer mm-hmm. competitions. Uh, so I honestly I didn't expect to get anything for it because right. there's and a you lot of good IPAs. First place, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, but there's a lot of good IPAs being made in Pennsylvania right now. So. Oh no, no doubt. But I mean that speaks volumes to the, to the quality of what you guys are doing in such a short time up there, nonetheless. Well, and that's you know to be a year and a half in. Uh, 
it, it's just it, it's it's an affirmation of what we're doing like, yeah i i always tell people like we just do good clean beer we're not doing any anything crazy i mean this is this is a little little crazy but right uh, but for the well, most it's, part it's the first time i've had anything like this yeah it's you know very I mean? different yeah. yeah it's very unique and 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 uh again you gotta be open-minded with this kind of stuff because if you go right. into it going i'm gonna get uh, dragon's milk well guess what you're gonna be sorely <laughs> yeah, disappointed no, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not like a, a, yeah. a sweet finished stout no, no. It, it's but it's, i'll tell you what this would still pair unbelievable with venison oh hell yeah i, I think so with too. venison with yeah. a good fillet with um uh the uh, i would almost just want to marinate a piece of venison in this and just fry it and just see what happens hey have you, have you Maybe ever a had little salt like yeah. au poivre you ever, you ever heard the term au poivre yeah where they do like a brandy and a really heavy that's black that's, pepper that's my valentine's day sauce. that's your valentine's day sauce yeah nice. that's what i do you know you deglaze the pan with a little whiskey yep yep throw that heavy cream in there yeah, you make a little au poivre, and it's like a real spicy sauce that you put on a filet mignon. And like really? black pepper and, cream sauce. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's it. And, that and this, awesome. would, this would knock it out of the park. Yep. I mean, That's true. Is, yeah. Deglaze with this. Oh, hell, Jesus, dude. You're reading my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds you know, great. It, it's, it's just a, a certain preparation that a lot of... It's a French technique where they just put brandy and they... I mean, I mean the amount of black pepper on this steak... When they do this Cover technique, it, it. it's insane. You're like, what the hell are you thinking? It, but it, it's dynamite. Yeah. Like it's really it, it, when the finished product hits the plate, it's really something. It's really something else. Right. So that's kind of as I'm drinking this, I'm thinking of the uh, poivre preparation of like oh, a fillet or something. Sense. You know what I mean? And it's really, it's really hitting the mark. I mean, uh, yeah, fantastic. Uh, to get back to kind of the the how you guys did on the farm show, there was a. Uh, uh, it's called the. PA Preferred Legacy Award. That's something that I kind of read about, but I wasn't sure what that yeah. meant. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, it sounds cool, but I wasn't sure like how that like how do they define the the Legacy Award? So that was uh, the PA Preferred is is for food and beverage uh, producers. Mm-hmm who use mostly Pennsylvania products. Oh, I see. Okay, uh, that or makes in, sense. Or ingredients or, you know, whatever. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Um, so <clears throat> they made that special award just for that. Uh, you could you had to enter whatever beer you were entering as a PA preferred beer. Oh, I see. Uh, so we entered our uh, Wet Hop Farmhouse Ale, which... We did in 2017. We did it last year. Um, And so we used this year, well, 2018, we used all Pennsylvania ingredients. So we, the Pennsylvania malt was from the same guys that did the the smoke malt in Smoke on the Water. Westchester. Yeah, in Westchester, Deer Creek. And then we used hops from the Hop Barons in up by us honesdale pennsylvania nice um they grew all the hops so it was fresh hops we sat in the back of the brewery and picked them for like five hours <laughs> no like right off, right off the vine and then the next day we brewed this beer so uh w- that's the one that i was really hoping to win yeah and we did and i, I, I was th- 
so happy about that. That's oh awesome. yeah, that's got to be a good feeling yeah, to kind of you know to, to win the one it. you're shooting yeah. at. <laughs> well, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, we're, we're Pennsylvania proud, Pennsylvania baby. guys. You know, there's yeah, a Keystone pride there. Right. You know, so I mean, that's fantastic that you guys are able to pull that off. Is, is was that a, a factor in you guys getting kind of uh, selected for Saber in DC? I yeah, I think so. Uh, honestly, I I think the farm show in general was the probably the main reason we got selected um and actually we had a a beer up there upstairs earlier Saucony Creek they oh, got, yeah. I, they uh they won awards at the farm show too um and we I think we you you send in information about your brewery yeah. basically mm-hmm. and then they do a random lottery um but we said like, hey, you know, these three beers won awards. This one beer, the Wet Hop Farmhouse, which won the PA Preferred Legacy Award, uh, actually won third place in its style. Right. And then won that that award overall. So nice. I think that was really big for us. That's awesome. That's awesome. How exciting is that? I mean, has have you ever been to the Saber? I haven't. No, I haven't actually. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, DC, oh, no doubt. DC awesome. to begin with. Yeah, right. Um, but I, I have heard about it for years, and uh, people always say it's like one of the best events you can go to if you're like if you're a craft beer guy or you know you really enjoy food or like yeah, it, it's kind of like just, a, it's, a marriage there, yeah, best of both it's worlds. The perfect kind of combination of that. Yeah, I'm, so, yeah, I'm looking we forward to We should go do a podcast the, uh, there. Yeah, that's, right? That's that's our that's our thing, man. Food, guys, and, yeah, food and beer. beer. You guys should come on down. I mean, yeah. we're, we sent in our, uh, I think it's going to be that Smoke in the Water and our nice. Pack and Brass, which is a coffee IPA, which you don't see too nice. many of. They're very different, um, but it's a really nice beer. Well, there's a, is it Black and Brass? Is that the... Yeah, we so it's a collaboration with How them. How about that? We we use their coffee. Okay, and um, uh, so very cool. we called it pack and brass, like ball and pop pack. I gotcha. Yeah, so clever. Yeah, yeah. Black and brass is a uh, coffee, uh, I guess company. I mean, they've really come a long way in Sweet. developing their own brews. They roast uh, everything right in house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I, I brought that up to you, but that was before I knew you weren't really much of a coffee guy. I'm not. I'm not really a coffee drinker, but um, recently I've I've kind of been getting into coffee. Like after dinner, I, I realized how it could complement a yeah. dinner. How it could finish up like a, like a, if you finish up a good steak. How coffee could complement that, and it's. Uh, I'm a coffee cheater because I like cream and sugar in my coffee. So some yeah. people look at me and go, "You loser." <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, come on, Sally, man I, up, drink it black. <laughs> I started right off with like, what is it, espresso or I don't know, some. Oh kind man, of go big or go home, huh? Yeah, some something that makes me feel like my heart might actually like <laughs> pop through, a little break bit. my skin <laughs> yeah, of yeah. my chest. So I should not drink this. Again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I've kind of. Um, Almost come to enjoy it. I'm, I'm getting there. It's an acquired taste. It's just like oh, crap for sure. For sure. But uh, at the same, on the same accord, I, I'd like to start getting into um, cooking venison with coffee, like coffee rub. Oh yeah, I've, I've heard there's a couple phenomenal of, things about it. Yeah, I've seen a, a few recipes where they come out where they do the coffee rub and they smoke it. You How gotta about, get a smoker up here, yeah. man. Well, I mean, my dad's my smoke guy. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah, mean, he 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 made the. Uh, he made his smoker out of a, a proof box, like a pizza box, 
like what they proof dough in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you got that yeah. tall box, Whatever smokes everything. Like really. So I I had a bunch of kielbasa done, which I was gonna do. I was gonna cook one up, but it came back to us not smoked, which I thought we would get it smoked. So I'm gonna smoke the rest of that. Well, my dad's gonna smoke the rest yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, you gave me a ring of that. I ended up smoking. You it smoked at my it. House. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it came out good. It's good stuff. Hundred times better when it's smoked. Oh yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. I mean, it's like fresh, like pepper and cheese kielbasa. Jalapeno and cheese. Yeah. Jalapeno and so cheese good. kielbasa. You oh, can't beat sounds it. Sounds amazing. But yeah. when it's when it's fresh, I'll, I'll give you one. But it when it when it's fresh like this, it's it's not as not good. the same. It's yeah, not, it's got to be smoked. Yeah. That's. I wish I had thought of it actually. Uh, so we at the brewery we sell. So the hop barons that grow the hops that we use for the wet hop farmhouse, mm-hmm. we actually they make rubs with their hops. Really? And like no way. So they have a barbecue rub, they have a spicy barbecue rub, and then they actually have a coffee rub with their hops in it, and it's delicious. I wish I had thought of it. I should have brought some. Where's that now? <laughs> <laughs> hop barons. Yeah, hop barons. Yeah, we got to uh, write that down. But yeah. if you guys come by the brewery, and they're they're from Honesdale. Yeah. Yeah, they're right in Honesdale. No they kidding. They grow all their hops right there. So I'm like 10 minutes from Honesdale. Like, I live yeah. over in Simpson, which is like just oh, over really? the hill. Yeah. And I'm like 10 minutes from Honesdale. Okay. Yeah. You know, I can't believe I haven't heard of them. Yeah. I work at the top of the Yeah, you work there. at the top of the Casey Highway. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah. it's right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, you guys should. You're, you're 10 I mean, that actually... he lives about 90 seconds from my, he works rather about 90 seconds from my house. Yeah, like, literally, yeah. So, which, which actually brings up something I wanted to ask you about. So... I work for Pennsylvania American Water, and I, I'm a, I work in, uh, I supervise three water treatment plants. Okay. So I'm a water treatment guy. Yeah. So when you're brewing beer, I know that it's like super vital to have a good base, like water, like your water has yep. to be pretty pure. Do you guys treat your water before brewing it or does it come right out of the well like what's what's the deal there so we are right out of the well we're actually really uh, like i'm sure that the your well water is phenomenal yeah like we're so lucky to have such a good well i would imagine up in new york where i started brewing Mm -hmm. we were out of a well and it was just like the water was just not good for brewing we had to have uh, reverse osmosis and UV and right. like all these different kinds of uh, a lot of bacteria. Yeah, like filtration, yeah. basically. And uh, here it's been like we're so lucky to have such good yeah. water. We're so it depends on the style. Like uh, if we're brewing a pilsner or something, then then we'll go for a certain water profile and we'll treat it with salt. Right. Um, but for the most part, we don't even have to touch it. Like, it, yeah. it's just a generally good water for brewing. Yeah. So, we've been actually very lucky. That's awesome. I, I don't know what other breweries... Pennsylvania is is super lucky as far as uh, source water goes. Yeah. I mean, we have so many good sources of just very clean water. Just like you said, I, I like... I knew right off the bat, anything over in the Wall and Paul Peck area that comes out of the ground, like a well, usually pretty, pretty good. So yeah. is that like kind of like the opposite in New York? Like for pizza, they use the, the they say the water is the trick when you're making the pizza dough. <laughs> yeah, they need that nasty ass water. That probably, that probably is the trick <laughs> to make the good pizza I, dough. I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with. Uh, <laughs> I've just make, heard making that pizza, in the past, but no, you know? no, I have I've heard that as well. 
Yeah. I, I don't know. It probably is. Well, I mean, it's, all right. And, so on the same accord, how about like uh, like Guinness over in Ireland? They say that their water is really good. I, I don't know that for sure. But, I mean, I, I really don't see water getting that much better. Like, I mean, if you're looking at, like, just turbidity when the water comes out of the ground, honestly, the water in Carbondale, that water comes out of the reservoir at, like, a 1 NTU, which is unbelievable. Super, yeah. super clear. So it's not the water that's causing all that that, that nonsense in Carbondale? No. No, Jeez, dude. they keep on saying there's something in the water. Honestly, Carbondale probably... <laughs> Carbondale probably oh, has... Oh, y'all going to hate me. That's all Some right. of the best water in the state. No kidding. Yes, absolutely. Jesus, I've been wrong this whole time. And it's not just because I'm the supervisor. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no, it's, it, seriously, the, the Brownell Reservoir yeah. is just one of the cleanest sources. Like, that water comes out of there... At either a one or, or less, I mean, it's 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 good water. Yeah. Let, let's start. What's brewing. the cutoff for something like that? You say one or less. What's the cutoff? Like, what's bad? When when we finish our water, it's I mean, like when it leaves the plant, it's like a point oh three or less. Okay. So it's coming into the plant at a one. I mean, mo- like there's some places wow. that come in. Their their turbidity is like a a five or a six. So like I'm like not gonna I'm, just to give like I'm not gonna mention any names Lake Scranton. So where like Lake wa- Scranton actually has pretty <laughs> good water too though. <laughs> I mean they they have to do like like Lake Scranton has water that comes in with a little bit higher turbidity, but it ends up leaving the plant under partnership numbers, which which is you know again with like water. So I can drink Scranton water straight off the tap. Yeah, absolutely. No kidding. One hundred percent. Like huh. any any water in this area. See, I've been wrong a long time, man. I'm like Pennsylvania hey, no American. Hell, water. I'm drinking water out of the tap and scrambling. No, Pennsylvania American water definitely leads the way in the, in the entire country. All right, well, kudos because I mean there there are regular like regulations that you can meet as far as like EPA standards and de- departmental standards, but then there's partnership numbers where. It means like you are in good standings with, you know, your department of environmental protection. And it's kind of like a step above. Like if you have partnership, like we keep all of our water under a certain turbidity when it leaves. That's great. And that's kind of in the Northeast, at least, that's kind of our standard. So honestly, Carbondale water, Scranton water, it's, it's kind of a step above. So well, see, I, I'm a little surprised by that. And that's I'll tell you that's why when if if any of us travel to Mexico, we're gonna get sick. Sure, because we're so <laughs> used to really clean water. Honestly, you go down where the water's a little bit questionable. Even even if you go to like New York City or or somewhere just a little bit different, there's a chance that you're go- you're going to feel the effect of different water. Really? You know what I mean? How about yeah. that, that's interesting because I I actually I've always since I moved to Pennsylvania. Uh, I it always surprised me that there's not a brewery in Scranton. Like there, Wilkes, I don't understand Wilkes that either. Bear, I, but, it's uh, it's got to be. I I mean, it could just crooked be, ass local government. Maybe I, I think know. that I there's. Mean, I mean, just right. saying, maybe I honestly think there's, there's some kind of regulation or, or something. <laughs> probably something. Something political there, it, it, or it could be for the wastewater too. Uh, like every area has their own wastewater kind of laws. Yeah, so, actually, enough, that's a good point. So. I, I wouldn't have thought of that. <clears throat> actually. Um, American Water just bought Scranton wastewater. So oh, really? we just acquired that. I don't know if that's something that's going to change that. But, yeah, I do know that it, it's just really strange that there yeah. 
There's no brewery. Think, yeah, from what I'm told, it's like the highest bars per capita or something in the country. Oh yeah. <laughs> like what else? Which is crazy that they don't have. Can a you think oh, of? Yeah. Can you think of one other fun? Have thing you been do? to Scranton for parade day? <laughs> I have not. Our sales guy keeps telling me about. It. He's like, you wait, gotta go. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Are you serious? How how does Walt Paulback not have a thing happening? How do you guys well, not have a, like a so, bus? Yeah, <laughs> we should. Do me a favor. Just go to Scranton for Parade Day this year and just observe. Don't drink. Don't drink. <laughs> I feel like you guys are mad. That's, that's a tough request. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but all right. Don't okay. So don't get sloshed. Okay. Because you're gonna that end up do. you're gonna end up in a jail cell because uh, <laughs> no, they're don't. looking for you. No. But uh, you, you'll get away. You'll get away with it. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there's so many people that are gonna end up in a jail cell that day that you'll probably slip through. Yeah. But yeah, to to see the chaos that is parade day in Scranton, it's nationwide <laughs> that this chaos that ensues. I've been there really? a bunch of times. I'm 43. I've been going since I was 21. Now I haven't gone in a few years because well, I haven't either. I can't afford bail. But it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went I went once. Well, no, like twice. Like I went to the University of Scranton and I went a couple years that I was a student there. Yeah. The amount and, of and alcohol that, that it was consumed something. on that one single day. I, there's got to be some kind of stat out there to how much alcohol is consumed on that one oh. day versus the rest of the year. I, it's got to trump I, I night before it. Thanksgiving. It's got to trump New Year's Eve combined. I mean, like it's it's pretty astronomical. From all this, I mean, they they legitimately bust people in and out of the city all day. Oh, they yeah. start drinking at six, seven o'clock in the oh, morning, yeah. and kegs they drink and eggs, baby. Midnight, yep. kegs that's and what, eggs. That's what I've heard. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys need to, to see, have a man. bus go from the brewery, drop that, you off there, and bring you back. That's a very good idea. Kegs actually. and eggs. I'll tell you, you what, you should, should probably subsidize your it. entire year. And there's there's one day there's where you can. Be allowed to put food coloring in the beer. Yeah. Diet oh, yeah. green. Then you can diet dye. green. Yeah. Diet oh, green yeah. kegs green and eggs, eggs beer. They they dye their eggs. They make green eggs all day long. Green yeah. eggs it's and insane. ham. Yeah, green eggs and ham. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's interesting. Right. No right. question. <laughs> but if there's one thing I like more than clean water and a good drinking day is good beer, and you have satisfied that. Yeah. Yep. Balance, you you got friend. all of it. You Thank know. you very much. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all the awards that you guys have received through Pennsylvania Farm Show and, and all that stuff, it's well-deserved. Because you guys put out an, a phenomenal prod, product. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, next level. I, I mean, and not only that, I mean, the growth you guys have seen has been, I mean, you, it's it, been did I read something about you guys opening up like an outdoor-type area, yeah, like so, pavilion-type so thing? So we're actually, hopefully by summer, uh, we just got the approval on Tuesday. Um, to, this Tuesday? Yes, yeah, this past Tuesday. Oh, man, Tuesday. we're on point. You heard it here <laughs> yeah, you heard I first here. I don't even know. We are legitimately <laughs> like a, a straight-up news source at this I did point. my research. Yeah. This but, is not uh, fake news. Yeah, we j- actually just got the approval on Tuesday to uh, expand our tap room. So we're gonna go- basically going to be doubling our tap room size so uh it's gonna be like the barrel room at wall and paw pack brewing company and we got a bunch of barrels to put over there and whatnot um and it's gonna it's it's gonna double as like an event space like if Mm -hmm. somebody wants to rent it out for like a rehearsal dinner or something i might get remarried (laughs) we'll do a double ceremony how about that if that's not video material i don't know we'll give you guys a good deal (laughs) 
<laughs> Amazing. Uh, but so it's going to be that, and then just in the summers, God, it it was just so packed in our tap room. It so it's it's going to be like overflow for that because it was bad. Like like we had we had lines going out the door, like people just waiting for beer and whatnot. And it's like so. Get a little extra space, sure, and and then we're gonna have an outdoor space on top of that. Uh, so it should be a really nice, really nice addition to the brewery. That's great, man. That that speaks volumes to what the area needed, honestly. Yeah, you know? and that's what we, that's one of the biggest comments that we get is that like, Holly needed this. Yeah, yes. like yes. like it needed something to like, first. Pe- something new, something for people to go That's and it. You know, the, the, have a good time. And... Wall and Paul Pack has been a destination area for a lot of people for a lot of years. Right. And those same people that have been going there for many years, their kids were coming and they were going swimming and water skiing. Well, now those kids are 23, exactly. 25, 30, yeah. and they don't want to go anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So now you've got a spot where they want to go. Yeah. You, you, they're like, yeah. they want to go to the lake now because they've got Wall & Paul. they got a brewery right there yeah. with killer food, great beer, great atmosphere. It's just something to do. You know, yeah. you guys have music acts and stuff like that yeah. there now and yeah, stuff? Yeah, we do li- pretty much every Friday and Sunday. Saturdays in the summer, we will. Um, it's just Saturdays are tough to do because it's so busy to begin with. Sure. Um so we usually do Friday nights and Sunday nights, um, but we also do brunch on Sundays every Sunday. Like if you come in ten to two p.m., ten a.m. to two p.m., uh, you can get some brunch items, have a beer. You know, we've done beer moses in the past. Like we're, nice, yeah. You know, That's so. like a trendy thing now too. I've been seeing yeah, a lot yeah. of the, the yeah. beer moses. Right. So you there. guys got regular uh, menu items and stuff like yeah. that too, right? Yeah. So our 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 base menu. Uh, changes every season, mm-hmm. so we do like fall, spring, summer. Mm. Like, nice, 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 that. nice. Uh, but our brunch menu is always the same. Like you can always get these items on Sunday at those times. Nice, uh, and it's. I mean, it's great stuff. We got a uh, we got a burger. We got a, a spent grain parfait and stuff like. So we so we have some different different options. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, Beer oriented type stuff. Yeah, yeah. we're we're planning what, what on making a trip order? up there in uh, the next week or so. Yeah, uh, to hang out for some yeah. brunch, and uh, we're gonna bring a, a crew of, of folks with us, and that we're looking yeah, forward you to guys that. Definitely stop by. Absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, dude. Hey, man. Listen, thank you very much for for coming up this way and and hanging out with us. Uh, to the people who were expecting a hunting podcast, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you've been listening this long, well, then I guess it doesn't matter. Sorry, you're, you're not. <laughs> if you're, you're here not, in this part of the podcast, well, you've been listening anyway. So yeah, tough you're shit. not. Getting, it's just but, like it, <laughs> too interesting. This was awesome. I yeah. mean, we've learned a lot because, again, you know, a lot of the parts that people focus on is the beer stuff that we do. And yeah. who would have thought, honestly, when we started doing this, that the beer part would of be such the podcast a, a big would be aspect, such a huge yeah. hit. Um, but it has been, and, that, and again, that speaks volumes to what people are starting to kind of comprehend as the new wave, you know. Yeah. So to have something like Wall and Paul Pack Brewing in our backyard yeah. is a huge blessing. So uh, again, thank you for everything you brought with you. Yeah, I mean, everything. It's has all been spectacular. it's all been so amazing. It, it just complimented everything we did and yeah. you know we had some bacon wrapped venison with the uh the smoke, smoke on, the water. on the water that was, was just absolute knockout uh, this, this spicy little the santo mole is 
something that I've never had before, yeah. and it's knocking my socks off, man. So I'm digging <laughs> it. I'm really digging. I'm sipping on it a little it's bit because like, it has got some kick to it, oh, no yeah, doubt. It does. So I'm sipping on it, but yeah, I can't stop. Every time, like I, every time you like guys a, start talking, I'm like, sweet, I got a shot. Yeah, I, I can take a sip. <laughs> I got an opportunity here. <laughs> the haze that comes off of it is just like phenomenal. Yeah. It's like a, an amber glow That's around it. If you it. spin the glass a little bit, it sticks a little bit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. badass. I mean, we had some outdoor-related stuff to talk about, but... kind of got swept aside. No, because it, we, it, we, I, I apologize. For no, not at all. Not Dude, the, don't. Cause I, mean, it, I mean, I also still had more craft beer questions, so I mean... Well, I mean, we're, we're, we're like an hour and 15. Yeah. I think we're going to have to do a part two on this one. Yeah, we're de- <laughs> we'd, and we'll definitely have you back as... As soon as that hydroelectric comes out again, <laughs> you'll be here, and I want the freshest. <laughs> well, the just freshest. just as a teaser, we've been talking about taking this show on the road a couple of times. Mm-hmm. We mentioned it, so uh, who knows? Maybe yeah. Uh, hey, maybe come we'll on out a, to the brewery. We'll uh, we'll, we'll have an episode there. That'd be that would sweet. be pretty right intense. Right in the brewery, we'll do it. That'd, That'd be, be pretty amazing. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you see this setup, we could bring it anywhere. No, yeah, it's pretty yeah. compact. I mean, for we as got, much technology, there, so. yeah, as much technology as we're toting <laughs> here, I mean, we fit it on a pretty small table, yeah, uh, and a couple cameras on tripods, and we're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, no, this has been awesome. I, I appreciate you guys inviting me out here. So. Thank you oh, for coming, you man. Because seriously, it's it's been such a pleasure. The, this has been one of the most fun podcasts. Yet. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. We, we, again, we were we were we're like, holy crap, we're going to bring a third person into this. Yeah, we were, like, we were we were nervous. Gonna how are we going to manage I was this? Nervous too. So <laughs> <laughs> we were so nervous. We were like, how are we going to set it up with the cameras and and, and, and the microphones and and the laptops and. We can't. Jay showed up at like five o'clock today, yeah. and and we we sat here, <laughs> and we were like and we literally out. just How like twiddled our thumbs and like moved laptops around for like a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. That's awesome. But it worked out. Like I said, I I, I mean, you know, as is is kind of uh, apprehensive as we were about the whole thing going down. We were very excited about it because yeah. again, we we've been trying to like again bring on guests who were out of the box. Right. You know right. what I mean? Not your typical hunting outdoor podcast guests and, and and you fit that bill perfectly and yep. you, you really did a great job coming on and, and talking about your brand talking about the craft and really educating the hell out of mark and i with this stuff so thank you thank very you very much. much we appreciate it absolutely so with that we will wrap it up and uh we will probably mm-hmm. be back with logan <laughs> oh no question logan how, how can how, tell everybody how they get a hold of you how to find you yeah, and what the, you have coming up type stuff if you got anything happening so i mean Find us on, uh, we're Wall and Paw Pack Brewing Co. on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we're in Hawley, Pennsylvania, 73 Wellwood Avenue, if anybody wants the specific. Put it in your GPS and yeah, flag yeah, it. You'll, you'll find it if you look it up. Uh, and we got, you know, we got, right now, I actually, I think we got like 19 beers on tap. No kidding. So we have a, a huge variety of beer. And then... A full kitchen. Kids are welcome. We have games for kids and families, and so it's right up my alley. Are you cool if I leave a couple of kids behind? Just leave them there. <laughs> you can leave them. <laughs> They're washing dishes, man. Yeah, As long as they help out. Like, can't say right. what's going to happen afterwards. <laughs> yeah. but, but also that femme brutality. It's going to be out yeah, soon. That femme brutal is is going to be two weeks from now. Uh, so. I think we're canning it on the February 20th. I'm canning it, so that weekend Sweet. 
it will be available in cans. It should be all over Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, uh, obviously at, our, at, 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 yeah, Lennoxville, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Out in the middle of nowhere. As long as they order it. They uh, will, they will. And then, obviously, at the brewery. Um, but, yeah, we got, we got some good beer coming out. So nice. Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much for coming out again, and that's going to do it for us. Great. See you guys next year. Nice